0: Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Friday, July 17th, and these are the top six stories the Chi team is watching right now. As Trump's re-election campaign has struggled to tear down former Vice President Joe Biden with less than four months until Election Day, the president's staff has devoted considerable resources to finding new ways to make him feel better about the world falling apart around him. Sources told the Daily Beast that advisors tell Trump stories of his sagging poll numbers being fake. They've managed to convince him that the adoring crowds he loves on the campaign trail are still there and ready. They've pledged that the social, racial, and economic crises ravaging the nation are issues of the past. And they've carried his water as he seeks to reassert his authority over situations falling behind his control. One tactic is to simply highlight for the president, as much as they possibly can, images and footage of Trump-loving citizens during the pandemic. The president has affectionately called these diehard MAGA fans, quote, beautiful boaters for their ships covered in Trump paraphernalia. How is this not a conflict of interest? A Trump campaign advisor recently appeared on the Russian government-funded TV network RT, which U.S. intelligence agencies have said plays a role in the Kremlin's plans to undermine American democracy. Jenna Ellis' appearance on RT's The Alex Salman Show aired earlier this month. She appears to be the first Trump campaign official to go on the Russian-funded network since the 2016 election. During her interview, Ellis defended Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic and bashed the American media as, quote, propagandist activist media. Ellis also accused Fox News, the cable news network most friendly to the president, of having an anti-Trump bias. At one point, she told Salman that he, a former first minister of Scotland, who had absolutely no previous journalism experience before he joined the propaganda channel, knew how proper reporting works and that American media was not doing it. Leaders of the Democratic Party are urging party members in the House and Senate to stay away from the Democratic National Convention, slated for mid-August, as coronavirus cases surge around the country. The gathering in Milwaukee would normally bring together the party's influencers to nominate a candidate for the 2020 election, presumed this year to be Joe Biden. The New York Times reports that Chasney Lewis, a senior advisor to the convention planning committee, wrote to congressional aides saying that members of Congress should not plan to travel to Milwaukee. A DNC member told the Daily Beast on Thursday that while there is still a possibility that some House or Senate delegates may be present in person in Milwaukee, they still have to vote for their delegations, which won't be present in person. What is going on here? Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany are feuding. McEnany called Lightfoot, quote, the derelict mayor of Chicago and suggested she should request federal aid in combating the city's problems with the coronavirus and gun violence. But Lightfoot shot back on Twitter, quote, Hey, Karen, watch your mouth. The clapback invoked the meme of a white person, often a woman, who harasses a person of color unprovoked. President Donald Trump and his administration have been known to harp on murder rates and shootings in Chicago, especially when the administration is facing criticism of their own, leading critics to suggest the topic is a distraction and racist. Last month, a San Diego woman's Facebook post attempting to shame a Starbucks barista for demanding she wear a face mask backfired tremendously. Internet users instead rallied around the barista, even launching a GoFundMe that netted him over $100,000 in tips. Now, however, the woman, Amberlyn Gill, says she wants half the money and has even contacted lawyers about it. How? How does this even make sense? Gill says she was the victim in the encounter with barista Lena Gutierrez, who refused to serve her unless she wore a mask, per company policy. She claimed medical exemption from wearing a mask, signing a note from an unnamed chiropractor and a 2015 pelvic exam for ovarian cysts. She says she had several pre-existing conditions, but claimed that it does not matter anyway because masks don't work. Public health experts, however, say otherwise that face coverings do work. So unless she's a public health expert, nah. More than a dozen women who previously worked for the Washington Redskins say they suffered sexual harassment and verbal abuse while working for the NFL team in incidents from 2006 to 2019. The Washington Post reports that one woman said the former chief operating officer requested she wear a tight dress to a meeting so, quote, men in the room have something to look at. She said she would meet a female colleague in the bathroom every day to cry over her experiences. The others who spoke to the Post described similar situations anonymously, and the team declined to release them from their non-disclosure agreements. Three executives reportedly departed after the Post presented the allegations to the team. A team spokesperson said it had hired a law firm to investigate the allegations. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us on your smart speaker or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.